Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Well, welcome back, uh, Wisdom and Stuff Podcast. This is Daryl Boucher, and I'm here with Amy. Hello. And we are going to be getting into, for the next, uh, I don't know, two, three, whatever uh, sessions, we're going to be getting into Supernatural Supply. Yes. And uh, so uh, I'm excited uh, just to to, uh, get get an awareness of this. I think this is something that we as uh, basically people on the earth do not, uh, I guess, magnify as much as we should in our life. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we're not doing it by supernatural supply, then we're trying to do everything by natural supply. Right. And uh, and this is not God's design. Mm. So, uh, and I just think there's there's different reasons why obviously people don't, a focus on it but i think that it is it's erroneous of us not to <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um uh so uh really just just understanding the i guess the definition to me of supernatural supply is number one we're talking about supply in every area yeah right so uh we're not just talking about you know um having peace or joy or or you know uh, feeling good or whatever or, you know we're also talking about physical health we're also talking about money we're mm-hmm. talking about you know just just tangible resources yes. in this earth uh and just realizing that that God intended us to be limitless in those things yeah um and uh, obviously, you know, there's all kinds of ditches people get into in those things. Uh, people can get greedy. They can get covetousness. They can get all that type of stuff. But the ditch shouldn't stop us from being on the road. No. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, so pe- that's, that's you know, that's that's you know, th- it's it's just it's just funny how people are with all that stuff because they 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 point at a ditch. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't want to get in there. Well, yep. don't get in there. Just go on the road. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it doesn't mean the road doesn't exist. Yep. It doesn't mean there's not truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and like I said, the one time you, see, you know whatever it was a couple years ago, uh, just in prayer, um, the Lord just kind of brought something up and he said, well, the only he said you only have a problem with ditch if you're not if you're not flying. <laughs> and uh, it goes because because uh, you know people are oh there's ditches on either side of the road nice. and he goes yeah there is a ditch on either side of the road that's why you fly oh you know I love airplanes that. don't have to deal with ditches so we that's should be awesome. we should be flying higher <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and uh, those who are flying don't Amen. think about the ditches that's right uh, so let's just 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 take off okay and, I love uh, that go a little bit higher than mm-hmm. uh, than what we've what we're used to so um, uh, with that before we get into it have any thoughts on that Amy or? uh well. Right away, when you talk about supernatural supply, I immediately think it's superior to the natural supply. Mm-hmm. So it's like really breaking down the difference um, between how we should be living every day versus how we're living right now, mm-hmm. and um, and just kind of explaining how we go from here to there, yeah, and uh, and why it's called supernatural supply. Because yeah. a lot of Christians will think, oh, supernatural supply means grace and peace and love, like you were just saying earlier, mm-hmm. and that it, we sort of leave it in like the heavenly form, right? right. Um, but we don't always tap into what's available to us naturally, mm-hmm. and I think that's what you're doing now is just bridging that gap uh, and saying we should be living from the supernatural to affect our natural, and yeah. uh, and so it's going to be good to just close that gap so that yeah. we can start living. Um, higher in a very very natural way and take it out of the heavenly place mm-hmm. and and start to allow it to affect our lives physically tangibly naturally in every way yeah cool yeah and that's uh that's right just just bridging that gap is such a big deal because we need to realize that it's number one you know when we're talking about supernatural supply we're talking about 
having every, uh, yeah, obviously emotional, spiritual, all those things met at the same time, having physical needs met too Mm -hmm. from, from a, from a source that can't be traced to the earth. Nice. So, you know, it's like, so, you know, we're just so used to having the earth produce everything and it was never designed to do that. And it's like, we, we literally are, are designed to, to pour life into the earth and we were not designed to draw life from the earth. And so, you know, we're, we're here to steward into the earth. And so, Mm -hmm. but, but you know, the, you know, just understand that we live from heaven into the earth. We don't, we're not on the earth waiting for heaven. Um, where Jesus, when he, when they asked him how to pray, I love it because here he is, he, 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 all the things he didn't say in the, the Lord's prayer, it's, I mean, you could write books and books on what he didn't say because he didn't talk about a lot of things and he didn't, they, 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 you know, the the disciples were in a culture of prayer. They're, they're Jewish people. They pray all the time. Mm -hmm. And he didn't talk about, you know, in, in that prayer, he didn't talk about the sacrifice. He didn't Mm -hmm. talk about Moses. He didn't talk about the temple. He didn't talk about, about all the old covenants. He didn't talk about, you know, he didn't even talk, you know, he didn't talk about a lot of things. But his 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 main thing is like number one, God, you're God. We magnify you as God. You know, hallowed be your name. And then he goes, and let heaven come in. I mean, he's That's like, right. he's like, okay, here is the here is the whole design of prayer mm-hmm. is your kingdom come. Yeah. It wasn't like Lord, forgive us of our sins. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's part of the prayer. But it was it wasn't about sin. It wasn't about those things. It was about. Yet your kingdom is yeah. coming and your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And that was the whole crux of the prayer. Yep. And this is not something they were used to. You know, they weren't used to actually realizing, oh, prayer is here literally to have heaven come in the earth. Oh man. And uh and it changed everything for them. And uh and and, and for Christians, we still have to realize it. We have to get back to that of realizing, oh, prayer is only here for one thing. And that is to literally allow heaven's normal mm. to be our normal. That's awesome. And uh, so, so when we're talking about supernatural supply, um, you know, we, there's a lot of uh, it should affect every area of our life, but still, it should. We should realize that you know, salvation we receive freely. It didn't come from the earth. It didn't come by anything we did. That's right. It came purely by God, and He designed it, originated, it, created it, flowed it to us. Yeah. And we received it simply because we believed and said. Yeah. And everything else happens the same way. Uh, but for some reason, we segregate everything else. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, well, we can get these little things from heaven, but everything else we have to produce on the yes, earth. Yes, I hear that a lot, that people segregate it a lot. Yeah. There's there's no limit to the amount of healing we should be able to have right. or <laughs> yeah. the amount of grace yeah. or the amount of mercy. Yeah. A lot of people talk about mercy mm-hmm. and how... Uh, <laughs> You know, there should be yeah. a limitless supply of that for everyone on the earth. Yeah. But but why do we segregate mercy from a tangible blessing yeah. or financial increase mm-hmm. or prosperity? Yeah, and to me, it's it is funny how we do that because we do we we definitely you know I don't remember I remember who I heard say this, but it was several years ago. But I thought it was a really funny point because they were saying they were making that point of just saying, well, how much is too much grace? Mm-hmm. You know, how much is too much mercy? How much is too much love? Can you have too much That's love? That's right. You know, it's like, oh no, no, don't, don't, don't have that much love. Yeah, you're you're going over the line. You cross the line on love. Yeah. you got you have sway. You're you're yeah. just you're ex- you're excessive in love. Yeah. Well, the same God who is love is also wealth. Yeah. He's the same God. Yeah. And he actually designed wealth. And and when you look through the Old Testament, the you know the blessing uh, was manifested. Not now. I want to make sure try to clarify this. The blessing changed every part of people's lives in the Old Testament. But how it was manifested to the world was through wealth. Whoa. 
So it, it changed every part of their lives. So Abraham was blessed in everything he did. Wow. But how it was seen in the world was through wealth. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> so 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 somebody couldn't look at Abraham and go, boy, he has got a lot of, a lot of love in his heart. Yeah. Now you can't tell how much love someone's got in their heart by I looking love at them. That. But you can tell how much wealth they have. That's and awesome. And so so, you know, God, who literally said, I will make a covenant with you. It will be an everlasting covenant. It will be a covenant to your children, your children's yeah. children. I will create a great nation from you. Yeah. And he's speaking to Abraham, bam, 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 bam. And he goes, and I'm going to bless yeah. you. And and he was a man. He was the wealthiest man yeah. that you know, in the whole region. Yeah. And then his son was even wealthier. Yeah. And his son's son was even wealthier. And it wasn't. It, it, that was a direct manifestation that's so good of what was on, on the inside of their heart like it, you know. yeah and that's so good one thing that i think of a lot if people are very afraid of um wealth or money it's like we think that we have the power to corrupt what god right. is giving us and right. so we don't want too much of it mm-hmm. and uh and i'm like but if we're god's children and we have his yeah. nature and yeah. uh we are stewards then he then the things that he's giving us to steward the eternal supply of it should flow through out of our hearts like you're saying, mm-hmm. um, through love, like that yes. would be the filter <laughs> by which that wealth flows. Yeah, and um, and so we we're so afraid of touching it because we don't want to corrupt it mm-hmm. because we think that it is God's and we want to protect it and so we preserve and we don't let it flow freely out of our hearts like we would love, even though God's the same author of love as He is wealth. Yes, exactly right. I mean, I I understand the ditches and mm-hmm. I understand I understand why people say what they say and I've I've. You know, I've actually thought the same thing over the years where it was like, well, you know, uh, God won't bless me with this and this because he knows yeah. you know, whatever. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense because there's a lot of people in the world who have a lot of wealth who are really nasty people. Yes, exactly. So, you know, that doesn't line up, <laughs> yeah. you know, but um, but let's just give God credit. Yeah. You know, that he designed us and he created us. He formed mm-hmm. us. and He actually trusts. He trusts his design of us mm-hmm. more than our ability to corrupt things. Wow. And, so big, and uh, I mean, he 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 literally he he knows everything, and he he literally gave me things, you know, he gave it all to me before the foundation of the world, but he knew every mistake I would ever make anyway, so he already knew that, yeah, and so he already knew everything I would do. I mean, he actually gave me the power to speak. Mm-hmm. I've used my words for negative things a lot, and uh, and yet, but in but it says in the power of the tongue is life and death. He already knew. So he knew every bad word I would ever say or every every curse I would ever speak or every or every critical thing I would say or every hurtful thing I would say and he gave me words anyway. Oh, man. Wow. That's a good example. You know, he is a stupid father then <laughs> to, if, do, that you know, to do that for me. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> to give me power of life and yeah, death. <laughs> power of life and death. <laughs> and I use it freely every yeah. day. <laughs> and he's okay. I'll give that to you. <laughs> That's more powerful than yeah, any I, other I know. resource. <laughs> I know. It's so much more powerful than money. So much more powerful. <laughs> and he just yeah. it to us. And he's so liberal about it. He's like, "Meh, I'll just give all that sure. to you." You know, just hey, and, and then he even said, I mean, Jesus even said, you know, whatever you speak with your mouth and believe your heart will come to pass. <laughs> what? You know, but he just. He just liberally gave yeah, it Yeah, he just us. gave it to us freely. <laughs> you know, because he trusts himself. He's like, he knows what's on the inside of us. It's and, awesome. Uh, and he's not afraid of it. He's not afraid of, he is, he, it's like the ability for us to corrupt is so infinitely small compared to his ability in us that he's not afraid of that. Oh, I love that. You know, <laughs> and and yet we're like, oh, but I might do something wrong. Well, you're going to do something wrong. That's awesome. Who cares? You know, let's just move on. Yeah. And let's let God be bigger and let's let our nature in him be bigger. That's and, awesome. Um, and so, so yeah, I, like I said, we, we have to, when we say things or when, when, when certain thoughts come up, we have to, 
take them and say, okay, does this pan out with every other thing that he's ever given me? Because it hasn't. That's awesome. You know, and he gave me a body knowing that I would eat a whole lot of Fritos. <laughs> you know, and so, uh, but he didn't seem to care that much, you know. And so it's so just, cool. it's just, you know. Yeah. It's just God. He's so much looser than we are about things. He's a liberal God. And it says that he gives to all men liberally and upbraids not. So know? it's really just about uh, focusing on the nature that's on the inside of us yeah. to um, like, that's the context by which we have to look at wealth and, right. yeah. and all the things that God is liberally giving us. It's, it flows through a godly nature. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It, it yeah, it, it can't come through any other way. Mm-hmm. God is liberal and it says, you know, that he gives to all men liberty and he abrades not. And, says, and, and in him is no shadow of turning. <laughs> so he never changes. He never, ever changes. So yeah. it's like, it's not like he's liberal with this and not liberal with that. Yeah. You know, the word never says that. He says he literally never changes. That's awesome. And so he doesn't just like give meekly over here, then massively over here. He doesn't judge out how he gives. He just gives because he's love. And uh, good. and it's like I remember the, the one time several years ago I was driving through Wyoming and um, and I was just you know looking out the window a little bit off and on and it was just this expansive sky you know it was just so expansive and there was just land as far as you can see because that's pretty much all there is in Wyoming and there's just all this land there's all the sky and I'm just thinking on God I'm going God you're so big look what look at this it's just it's as far as I could see and it goes on even farther than that and then past it, there's outer space and then past that there's mm-hmm. even more and there's billions of galaxies and there's all this, and I'm just thinking and I'm I'm behold the sky that's endless to me and it's not even close to everything that he created and and i and i i'm just like beholding it i'm just magnifying him and and it was really cool because the way he that he kind of put it it wasn't really words it was just more of an expression but the way he expressed it was like of course he goes because love does that mm. he goes i couldn't i couldn't create anything with limitation because love is limitless oh wow and and that's why the universe is still expanding uh, and it's like love just does love love is so full it has it has no consciousness of lack and so because it's so full and abounding it it can't help it, there's no other expression but to pour out and because uh, awesome. it's, it's all it is you know and so when we understand that 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 same dna of love mm. has to be attached to everything god does it has to be attached to joy and to peace and to 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 everything but mm-hmm. also to money yeah and to physical resource, yep. and to healing, and to everything, and so we can't segregate God's nature yeah. one from the other, and uh, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to put God in a box of saying, earthly things work work this way, heavenly things work work this way, but now we have to realize we are here on the earth to actually show heaven. You know, that's the only reason why we're here. Yeah, we're not here to show a better version of the earth. That's right. I'm not here to be a good earthling. You know, mm-hmm. I'm here to actually show heaven. Yep. And that's what Jesus did, and that's what that's we right. do. And so, but part of this has to be where we recalibrate how we receive a physical resource. Yeah. And, um, and of course, one of the verses that we wanted to get into is in Proverbs chapter 20, chapter 10, excuse me. And it's in verse 22. And I just wanted to read the Amplified of it. And, um, uh, and so the Amplified says, The blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich, and he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. And so here he's, he's simply saying that the, 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 the thing that makes us truly rich um, is the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord has a, has the only, is the only thing that has the capacity to make truly rich. I, we're not just talking about money. because Because to be truly rich means that you have some, you're, you're so rich on the inside that it's producing resource on the outside. Yeah. 
you can have money without richness yeah or you know and and obviously we all we all probably have known of people who are like that or know people like that where they have lots of money but they're not rich yeah and uh and so here he says the the, the blessing of the lord it actually it, it has the DNA of true true richness, and this is and he adds no sorrow with it, so there's no strings attached to it, which is amazing. Everything in the world has a string attached. The world doesn't know anything but strings yeah. because you know everything that we get from the world has a, has has something that we have to. Um, I don't know. There's strings attached. There's a price we have to pay yeah. that says you can have this, but you got to give up this. It's mm-hmm. like you know, with the world, it's like if you want this much money, then you can't have a good family life. Yep. You know, you're going to have to give up all this time with your family and you're going to have to give it to your to your job. And that's what's going to get you the money. God's like, nope, I can make you truly rich with no strings attached. I can literally give you everything with without you having to give up something. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have to give up our poverty mentality and stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Um, and then it says, and he says, and neither does toiling increase it. So the works of my hands cannot increase. That's so what good. only the blessing can give. Oh me. man, that's good. And yeah, that that's really where we want to get into in this in these casts is breaking our mentality free from the dependency of the works of our hands. Yeah. And from looking at that as the channel of resource. That's good. And I love that you're getting into that because talking about supernatural supply, a lot of the times we pray for God to do things through our ideas and our <laughs> means. So like we might pray for you know, financial increase to come in by way of our job or, you know, monetary gifts or something like that. And it's like, there is something on the inside of us greater than all of that happen, happening naturally. And uh, to tap in into that heavenly resource yeah, um, and let it flow out of our heart and actually start to expect supernatural supply outside of our means. Yes, that's exactly it. Because like you said, we get we get we're surrounded by a culture and by a world that tells us that that you you only increase by the work of your hands, right? And so it's like, hey, if you want, you know, if you want this much money, here's how many hours you have to work. Here's what kind of job you have to have. You here's here's what you you know in, in our culture and especially in the Amer- American Western culture, we especially attach it to to jobs. Yep. You know, that's that's basically the idol that we have when it comes to money. Is we're like, well, if if you want. This much money, here's the job you have to have. And so, you know, and, and we literally, in our minds, we go, well, if you have this type of job, there's no way you're going to make this kind of money. And so we're like, oh, if you work at this fast food restaurant, you're not going to make $100,000 a year. Right. You know, you're not going to make $2 million a year. Yeah. And so there's a disconnect. Yeah. And, and, and what we, because we've allowed the culture of where we've been raised to tell us this equals this. Yeah. And yet, God says that doesn't exist in heaven. Mm. It doesn't exist in the kingdom. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. Mm -hmm. And there's no sorrow added to it. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're working at this fast food job. It's like you said, what we get trained into thinking is like, oh, God wants to bless me, so I need to get a better job. Yeah. You know, or he wants to bless me, so I need to get, uh, I need to get a degree so I can get a better job. You know? And so it's always, you know, all these different things that we do. We get our kids in the right preschool because we want them to get a good job. Yeah. You know, it like, starts as a kid. It starts right there. Yeah. And we get trained and trained and trained and trained about like your education equals job yeah. equals money. Yeah. And instead of saying your communion with God Amen. equals blessing equals money. And it's like my communion doesn't even earn the blessing. It just makes me aware of it. You know, awesome. the blessing comes. The blessing comes before my communion. Amen. You know, it's like as, as a, <laughs> as a I love that you know, stuff. the baby, a, a baby literally doesn't know how to have communion. Yeah. 
Yeah. Has all it does is cry and scream when it wants something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know anything about communion, but it has the blessing. Mm-hmm. The blessing comes before communion because God didn't want the blessing to be negotiated. He didn't want it to be transactional. He didn't want He didn't want what was a birthright to be transactional. So He's like, listen, uh, he goes, you have rights by birth, and your rights are provision, protection, supply, everything. The moment that uh. The moment that a, a, a person decides to have a child, they take the responsibility of that child. Yeah. That's the moment they decide to have a child. They're like, I am taking full responsibility of that child. The moment God birthed me, he took full responsibility. And he's like, you have a birthright. Oh, man. And because and and so he didn't want it to be transactional, he's like, I'm just going to give you everything. Mm-hmm. So that way it's not a part of our discussion. It's not a part of our relationship. I'm just going to give it all to you. I'm going to give you all things that pertain to life and godliness while you're still a sinner with Christ. So that now that's not even on the table. I don't want. To, I don't want to talk about that anymore. I love it. <laughs> Let's just have communion, and uh, and that way it's not like oh, what do I need to do? Whatever. But it's but with us, you know, learning to receive freely from God and learning to say, okay, is there, you know, can 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 we literally tell our minds to stop, stop looking at physical resource as a a byproduct of physical things Mm -hmm. and can we literally say okay god this is about god yeah it's about the almighty god this isn't just a figment of our of our wishful thoughts this is not just a a a you know elderly figure in heaven that we're going to go see someday this is the almighty god Mm -hmm. and and in hebrews it says that we know by faith that he he created all things he created all the worlds by the words of his mouth and it's like, oh, he, we know, obviously from Genesis chapter one, he literally spoke yeah. and he created everything seen from the unseen. That's right. And uh, and then we are his kids. Yes. So in yeah. in like manner, in we like would do manner. the same thing. Yes. Yeah. It was like he, he literally designed us to do the same thing. Yeah. And But if we don't understand that's about him, we're not going to understand that about us. Oh, wow. That's awesome. You know, and so if we don't, mm-hmm. we have to begin to magnify him as God, like yeah. it says in, in well, all through the word. But yeah. but in Romans, it says we have to glorify him as God and we have to be thankful because it, 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 it once again, it attributes everything we see to him. And, uh, I remember one time I was in my living room back when I li- we were pastoring in Seaside and um, in Oregon and and I was I was in my living room and I was just in prayer and just 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 meditating on some things or whatever and and just I was going through you know Genesis chapter one and, and Hebrews eleven and I was like man all things are, are formed by the word of his of his of his of his power and all these other things and I'm I look out the window and we had a lot of trees in our yard and I thought man you know that tree is it, that that tree though. It's growing because of a seed. You know, it, it didn't. It didn't. That tree wasn't created because God spoke it. It was created because of seed. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's generational. But it's like it was created because of seeds. You know, I'm look, looking and going, okay, I know God created all things, and um, and I know that in Genesis He created everything. You know, but but you know that tree that I'm looking at in my front yard was was formed from a seed, mm-hmm. and it it went through a process and it went into the ground and it grew. And I'm looking at that. And I'm thinking about that. And the Lord spoke to me. He goes, he goes, yeah, that's just faith and momentum. Hmm. He goes, I spoke it, oh. and it continued. <laughs> and it goes, but if you trace it back, it was created by words. Oh, I love that. You know, yeah. so there was a time when there was a tree that was not created by a seed. That's awesome. There was a tree created by a word. Yep. There was a time when everything on this planet was created by a word, mm-hmm. not by anything else. And um, and that's that's. You know that's where we have to begin to meditate because we're literally created in heavenly places. We were created. 
I wasn't created by my mom and my dad on the earth. I was created in the secret place. That's right. By my father yeah. who spoke me mm-hmm. and he actually fearfully and wonderfully made me yeah. in the secret place. And so this physical body is just a shell that I put on to actually walk around on the earth. It's my earth suit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's literally just a glove that I put on yeah. to walk around here. Yeah. But it's not the real me. Yeah. And, um, and when we begin to understand that, that, you know, everything was created by words, um, Man, it, it it we have to begin to realize that that physical things, physical things. Okay, I guess the the easiest but kind of weirdest way to put it is we have to get used to the materialization of physical things from the unseen realm. Yeah, that's actually awesome. <laughs> I love how you just said that <laughs> because that's cool. We have a disconnect when we think of that. That's right. We think that something can't just materialize. Yeah, they materialized in Genesis. Yep. You know, they literally materialize. Yeah. And that's like a science fiction word. Yeah. That's like a Star Trek word, yeah. you know. But that's what we have to start thinking about. Yeah. And we have to we have to grasp the fact that God is not somehow absent of the of the power of materialization. That that's what he's always wanted to do. And there's examples of that all throughout the word. Exactly not just right. Genesis, but yeah. Old and New Testament. You mm-hmm. see that happening, obviously, with the fishes and the loaves in right. the New Testament. Right. And okay, we can get into that. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll get but, that, in that in yeah. next time or something. But, <laughs> but I love that where you're yeah. going with that. It's like getting used to things materializing. Yes. And the funny thing is, is again, going back to the beginning where we... We're talking about segregating um, <laughs> material things happening uh-huh. in our physical bodies versus our bank accounts. Right. You know, we do expect that with healing. Right. We expect when we go to God and pray for like a new heart or a yeah. new liver or new lungs that God's going to give us a new heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. And, or like at least accelerate the process of healing for us right. in our physical body at a very rapid speed, you know, because mm-hmm. of course we can attach our faith to natural things to help us heal. Mm-hmm. But then there's the miracle working power of God working on the inside of our physical body <laughs> right? Um, yeah. that we adopted that idea mm-hmm. very, very quickly. At least I did in my, in my Christian walk. I'm like, oh, miracle power of God seen throughout all throughout the word yeah. working in my physical body. He can make limbs grow out. He can yeah. heal the sick instantaneously. He can rub spit in someone's eyes and yeah. they're, you know, they've been blind their whole life. Now they can see. Yeah. So things are literally materializing <laughs> before our eyes. Yes. And we see this in like healing conferences and mm-hmm. Holy spirit meetings. And we've learned to accept it as normal, Yeah, but we do not seem to accept tangible property materializing outside of our physical body as exactly normal. Right. And we should, we should. And, and, and before we wrap this up for this one, let's, I just want to kind of just go through the word a little bit. Like, uh, you know, a couple examples of that because we the, the word by faith is you know faith comes by hearing the word, and so if we want faith in this, we need to know what the word says. And I'm not going to go through all the scripture, but we but you know you can find the examples. Uh, all, obviously, Genesis chapter one, he created everything by materializing. <laughs> yeah. It. So there's one example, just a small one, <laughs> that the whole universe is a materialization of something that didn't exist before. But um. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know we have to. So we have to literally to 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 to. <laughs> To not to basically neglect the reality of materialization, we have to neglect the whole universe. <laughs> is what we're saying. But uh, but um, but we also have to think uh, uh, the manna from heaven for forty years. Yeah, forty years, six days a week. They accepted that as normal. Yeah, it just showed up. It just materialized. You know, and it wasn't like something natural happening because it didn't happen the seventh day. <laughs> right. It, it, it just like well, no, it was just a. It was something that grew naturally. What six days a week? <laughs> <laughs> and it happened to take every Sabbath off. Exactly. I don't know of an herb that does that, you know. But um, anyway, so, <laughs> so, 
And the one that they got on six days wouldn't spoil. Yeah. All the other five day ones would spoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, or, yeah, but, but the six day one would actually last two days. <laughs> what? You know? So anyway... Uh, but I mean, obviously, that the fishes and the loaves obviously we'll get into that one. Uh, but there, there's there's so many of them, uh, you know, that, that if you look at it going, where did that come from? That didn't there was no magic mana store, mm-hmm. you know, that it just was being produced by it just materialized and it was physical. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 woman, you know, with with the prophet, you know, who uh, the, the flour and the, and the oil yep. didn't didn't run out for like a year. Mm-hmm. Where'd that come from? You know, and and uh, and so like I said, if you go through the word and just begin to look at there, there is a, a pattern of supernatural supply from Genesis one. Yeah, it never ended. And then obviously we see it the old and the new Testament. We see it in modern day. You know, I've known of people who literally have eyeballs grow into their head. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously, you know, my nephew Mel, he had teeth grow in. Yeah. You know, it's like he literally was in a conference and and he had all these cavities or whatever. And um, and uh, and and in that conference, you know, they were saying, oh well, one of the things that even when they were going to the conference, they knew that one of the manifestations that happened at the at this one conference was gold teeth people would get gold teeth and i know people that that's happened to too uh you know uh even um carolyn she had a gold tooth come in you know just sitting and watching a conference on television mm-hmm. she had a gold tooth come in well my nephew mel he's going to the conference and he said he didn't tell his dad this but because he was a young man at the time but he was going there with his dad and a friend of theirs and then they were going oh mel you know you might get some gold teeth or whatever and he was thinking i don't want gold teeth yeah <laughs> i want real teeth i want normal teeth that's all i want you know and so uh uh, so he sat in the conference, and um, and then he didn't feel anything, I guess, uh, whatever, and he decided, I'm going to go check. He went in the bathroom and checked. He had all, all good teeth, brand new teeth. And uh, it's like, where'd those come from? Huh? Magic teeth store? No, it was like, <laughs> it was a manifestation of a materialization yeah. from yeah. heaven into the earth. Yep. But we tend to segregate yes. that. And even those people have a problem with it. Like, well, go talk to my nephew then. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. I don't have to prove it to you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's just people have a problem because they, ha- they, don't ha- they don't think heavenly minded. Yeah. God has no problem with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I shouldn't have a problem with something God doesn't have a problem yep. with. And he literally proved it by creating the whole universe That's this right. way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so anyway, we'll, we'll get into this more as we go, but I just want, we have to begin to stop the segregation of, and, and just really attack the limitational mindset that materialization is not a part Amen. of our normal life. Amen. And so, uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and pray. We'll wrap this, this one up. Father, we thank you, Father God, just for limitlessness in these things. We thank you for supernatural supply, and we just thank you that we can renew our mind in these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.